comrades, welcome to episode three of the new and improved Dying Scene Radio, coming to you from sunny Los Angeles at night. It's, there's no sun. No. I lied. It was sunny today. Yeah, it was hot today. Kinda, yeah, man. For October? It's not looking good for no. our October. No. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Anarcho-Punk. With me is always in a quest to cover all things punk rock is my buddy Bob. Hello. Don't say howdy, Bob. Hello. Uh, Gotcha. Yeah. I got there before you could tell me. Was that, that was premeditated. <laughs> this is supposed to be spon- spontaneous, Bob. I don't appreciate the premeditation. I didn't think it out. I just said it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, our intro song for this episode was Road Lizard from Windy City Punk's Fitness from the album Puppet Show and Fitness, which is actually on my album of the year list, even though it's an EP. Is what that, city is the Windy City? Where are they from? Chicago. Come oh, on, man. I don't know these things. I'm not educated on geography and what things about... What are you educated on? <laughs> well, not much. Uh, yeah, so uh, one of my favorite EPs uh, of most recent years, five, six, seven years, but man, it's incredible. I don't think we're supposed to put EPs on the albums of the year list. Uh, I think it's I'm going to happen. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. I've, I've probably got an EP or two that I'm throwing on there. Uh, going by the rules isn't very punk anymore. So it only lends to my cred, my street cred, which is diminishing (laughs) daily. Uh, I like the album uh, also because (laughs) it's in reference to Spinal Tap, which is always, uh, anytime you can squeeze in a Spinal Tap reference, uh, I love it. So uh, yeah, my coworker the other day, because I've been blasting it at work a lot just to get through the day, you know, bulldoze. Uh, and my coworker said, do you listen to any other song? Because he recognizes <laughs> that guitar riff through my headphones because I have it going so loud. And I was like, yes, I do listen to other songs. I just listen to this one a lot. Probably too much. I'm running my brain with that. Yeah, yeah, that's how music. it goes, man. I do uh, the same shit. I just yeah. put albums on repeat, songs on repeat. Yeah. yeah. I try and add a few here and there just to keep it interesting, but uh, if my coworkers are recognizing songs, <laughs> it's time to yeah, change it. Yeah, it might be time to swap it Fuck out. Fuck your coworkers. Yeah. So what you been up to lately, Bobbert? Oh, gosh, not much. Uh, trying to do some mixes for one of my bands. Yeah, you guys had practice the other day. You said it went oh. excellent, didn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was the first practice in three months. It was miserable. Um, let's see. We went and saw the Aquabats um, about a week ago down in uh, Anaheim. That was, that was fantastic. All right. Uh, that is mature <laughs> yeah a mature decision yeah i know about uh i'd say a good like 10 percent of the population was under the age of five <laughs> well at least the beer lines weren't long right uh no there was it was an awesome show man it was uh, a bunch of old punks there with their kids and a bunch of dads in the pit with uh, their kids on their shoulders nice. their little three four-year-olds and awesome. um yeah it was just a really good time i somehow think the pit at the aquabad show is probably a little different than a pit at some of the shows. I'm, no, it was I'm pretty. It was pretty to. similar to, to most pits. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like you know uh, a hardcore pit where like you know everyone's getting crazy and punching each other and stuff. But no crowd killers, at least, right? No crowd killers. But <laughs> there is, you know, people kept getting shoved over onto the floor. There's the people on the edge shoving people so hard that their feet would fly out from under them and just smack the, the you know the wood beneath them. Good. Yeah, it was uh, it was a decent pit. Nice. I was impressed. 
Yeah, uh, I went to a show last night, just a little local show here in the Valley, and it, there was a two-foot-high stage, and there was a dude, <laughs> uh, a dude stage diving. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. How does that even work? Uh, it didn't work out very well, <laughs> uh, but he jumped over the, uh, the the amps and stuff, so I guess oh, nice. he, he, he made a little bit of clearance. Who'd you go see? Uh, it was a really awesome show. Um, we had uh, a couple of our local acts here, uh, acoustic punk uh, act Bradley Palermo. When I look back upon my life, it's always with a sense of shame. I've always been the one. We started things off really good, okay. aggressive, kind of folky punk. Uh, then uh, who else? We had Moonraker. A little them. kind of pop punk, skate punk. I uh, love those guys. We're gonna have to play some music sometime. Uh, ducking punches in from the UK. Always like to welcome the guys from the UK. Were they touring or something? Yeah. 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 Okay. Bought some merch. Always oh, gotta support the guys. Yeah. From the merch so. is how people make money. Yep. Uh, so, uh, ducking punches, Rainer from Las Vegas. Pop punks, really nice. intense show. Yeah, got some good pictures of those. Check out uh, Instagram. I'm gonna be putting those up pretty soon. Uh, Rainer went nuts as always, uh, and then Spanish love songs. I didn't realize so many bands played last night. Yeah, and one of the bands dropped off at the last minute. So, wow. Yeah. And Who dropped off? God, I don't even remember. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know if I could have stayed as late. I'm getting too old. But yeah, that was right up the street here at uh, Petey's Place. Okay. And I think technically it's Tarzana, right near Reseda. Yeah. I don't know. I think one side of the street's Reseda. Uh, uh, no, Dan- that's that's all Reseda. That's Dan- Daniel Sun. Uh, yeah, it's actually on Reseda. Yeah. So no, that's all Reseda. Tarzana's uh, over on the other side of the freeway. Yep. So uh, yeah, that was a pretty incredible show. Uh, lots of good energy, and it just seems like you know you're hanging out with friends. You kind of know everybody yeah. there. Uh, fellow dying scene uh, writer. Uh, nobody likes Greg is his username. Um, he was there uh, actually on tour with Spanish Love Songs. Uh, I guess just slinging merch and kind of oh, nice. helping him out. Very cool. Um, yeah. So ran into him, hung out for a little bit. Uh, got an interview with Spanish Love Songs. That's a tease for uh, an episode or two awesome. away from now. You yeah. like that? That's going to be two episodes. Right. Yeah. Okay, two episodes. Next one will be It's Not Dead. No, It's Not Dead. Is oh, another next one will be uh, Punk and Drublick. <laughs> yeah. So you're jumping the gun. Uh, anyway, let's get on with the show. What do you think? Let's do it. This episode, uh, later on, we're going to be talking to Denver, Colorado punks, People Corrupting People. All right. Uh, I met up with them this past summer when they were in town recording their newest EP, Lone Shark. I met them down at Santa Monica. It's always nice to take some landlocked folks to the beach. Right. It was really hot that day. So yeah, you did really that interview time. a while ago. Yeah, it was. But their album just came out uh, probably about a month ago, so awesome. it's a good time to... Plug it for him. Yeah. Really good. Nice. Really good. And now it gives me a chance to make sure it's good. Yes. <laughs> you don't want to say, hey, check it out. And then they just drop a bomb. Yeah. Not, but that, not that PCP. I was going to say PCP uh, 
They're pretty. You got to have faith in them. Uh, yeah. So that's coming up later on in the show. Uh, really fun time. But first things first, let's kick shit off with a block of music, starting with Boss Man Dave's Solid Gold Lock of the Week. Why do I, I, why do I call it the Solid Gold Lock of the Week? I don't know. We don't do it every week. Uh, solid Gold Lock of the, the episode. The three week. Three weeks. I don't, have, I don't know. You could come up with, uh, you know, the acronym for it and just call it Sglodwool. I don't know. Dave Sglodwool. Here it is. Here's Dave Sglodwool. Piff Break Arcade with the title track from their new album, Flawed Design.
That was a quick shot. That was Danvers, Open Fire Lou. Next up, Transplants with Won't Be Coming Back. think of that one bob the new transplants they have a new ep out uh, of mainly i guess cover songs that one was probably my favorite off of it, which i think was an original what do you think yeah i was gonna say i didn't think that was a cover song yeah. um it's got more of a feel from their first album on it um which i can't remember the name of their first album was it just self-titled I don't know. Okay. With your fucking questions. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, it felt more like the first album, which is the album that uh, I fell in love with, The Transplants, on, and it's the album that I still listen to yep. from The Transplants. And that one was the only new one off of it. They okay. also covered Beastie Boys. Pretty cool. Gratitude. Interesting. Yep. Uh, Wait, you my- heard it already? Or? Yeah. Oh. Is it out? Yeah. Oh. That came out on October 13th via Epitaph Records. Uh, six cover songs, one new song. Uh, like I said, it's got uh, one minor threat. Uh, Which minor threat song? Seeing Red. Wow. And then it also says that they cover uh, Saturday Night, which is a transplant song. So, Wait, no, probably from the Misfits. I don't know. It says transplants cover. Okay, interesting. So, yeah. I'm going to check that out on my drive home. Pretty good. But yeah, Won't Be Coming Back was my favorite off of nice. the horns. They were incredible. Yeah. Lovely. You always hook me with horns. If you ever want to get a song on here, throw some horns on there. Okay. They probably don't even really have to be that I'll good. keep that in mind. Uh, semi-related news. Tim Armstrong is going to be appearing in an uh, upcoming film. 
And I guess this is his second or third uh, delve into acting. He was in an episode of X Files. Yes, a he was years back. just you, last year. Oh, was it? Did yeah. you see it? Yeah, it was the X Files uh, when they they did their the uh, comeback season. Yep, their reboot. And uh, Tim played a homeless man <laughs> who yeah. is living like in the sewer or something. He did we a fantastic job. Typecasting. Type yeah, he did a fan- yes, we do. He did a fantastic job though. Um, so I'm excited to see. I read the article on this one, and it says he's going to be playing a bouncer. Um, at a music venue. Uh, yep. That's so. right. The film follows a group of bands, fans, and hopefuls, struggling creatives and wanderers who are connected through a series of events over the course of a day at a small post-punk music festival. Interesting. So, and I guess he's a bouncer. Okay, yeah. So uh, the guy who wrote it, was it Mike Cuenca? Mike Cuenca. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that's how you pronounce it. Again. He does short films uh, around here in Los Angeles as a writer, so Um, should be interesting. Uh, So uh, we also got uh, more new albums out. Lillington's. First one in 11 years. Wow. And then before that, it was a long time, too. I think they broke up in 2001. Uh, then they came back in 2006. And now they're back 11 years later. Okay. Uh, released their last album on October 13th via Fat Records. Uh, Stella Sapiente. Did I say that right? I have There's no idea. There's lots of uh, pronunciations that we really should have ran through the Google Translate. Yeah, that's all right. How to pronounce there's a website that tells you how to pronounce it. We really should. We're uncultured. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you said earlier you weren't educated. Not educated. Not cultured. So I always like seeing the bands come back after 11 years like that. It gives you a good uh, uh, barometer. Yeah. You know, there's a good measuring stick to see if they've made any progress. You know, <laughs> It's really been 11 years. That's a long time. And I thought it sounded pretty good from what I heard. I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole thing, but I threw a couple tracks on. Uh, yeah. I like it. Awesome. I mean, it's definitely got that fat sound to it, but good to have them back. Very cool. Uh, next up, the Flatliners. Have announced an anniversary tour. Everybody's doing anniversary right. tours lately. Uh, this one is the 10th anniversary of their classic sophomore LP, The Great Awake. Uh, they're going to be joined each night by a Wilhelm scream. So this awesome. is an incredible yeah. show. If you're there anywhere in your neighborhood, you need to go check that one out. Uh, they're kicking things off, looks like, right around Fest in Gainesville. Uh, they're going to go up the coast, Baltimore, Long Island, uh, London, Ontario, Ottawa, and then they're going to hit the West Coast. For awesome some shows in Long Beach, Phoenix, Vegas, etc. They'll be in Long so, Beach in December. Oh, man, at Alex's Bar, yes. December 14th. Yes. You gotta go? I will be there, absolutely. Man, Long Beach is the hall. Yeah, come down to my place and we'll drive down. We'll carpool together. Drive down and Uber back, yes. right? <laughs> That's the way to do it. And speaking of bands that have been around for a while but not busy, uh, 88 Fingers Louie. Let's go wake me up Monumental Return, one of my favorites mm-hmm. growing up. Actually, one of the first albums I ever stole was an 88 Fingers Louis album. I okay. don't even remember which one it was. So 
though? I don't know. I don't know if I ever had an 88 Fingers Louie album, but I knew one of their songs off of one of the Hopelessly Devoted to You um, compilations. You and your compilations. Yeah, man. I know how that goes. That's how I did yeah, 100 Proof. That was the song that I <laughs> knew. I learned how to play uh, those chords on the bass. Um, it starts off with some nice bass drumming. So, yeah, yeah. always. Uh, the Chicago punk legends have announced the release of a new 7-inch titled Get Off My Lawn. Awesome. <laughs> <a> perfect title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think me and the guys from 88 Fingers Louie probably have a similar mentality. <laughs> We're starting to get curmudgeon it sounds like. Uh, the band is going to have that on sale at Fest, uh, which by the time this airs will probably be over, but you never know. Uh, if you're going to be at Fest, make sure to stop by the tent and say howdy. Love the guys in 88 Fingers Louie. Or they say hello. Like a, Don't say howdy, just say hello. Uh, you're never going to say it. No. Uh-uh. At some point. No. All right. Next up, Santa Rosa's Decent Criminal. New LP Bloom is out, and we have an exclusive video premiere over at the Mothership uh, for the video Deviant. Uh, uh, Decent Criminal. Incredible fucking talent. Yes. Um, You know, and... The northern part of California isn't really known for producing a ton of music, even though, you know, legends like Rancid and such come from there. Uh, SoCal seems to produce a lot more. Uh, Decent Criminal is one of the more recent ones that have really been popping up lately. They've been on a lot of tours. Yeah. Have you caught them live yet? Uh, I have not, but aren't they playing at Alex's bar sometime soon? I, I, I'm pretty sure they play down there. Uh, and I think one of the guys might be down there. Uh, last time I saw them. Oh, no, that was like two there. weeks ago they played down there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. On the, yep. And before that, they played in Passage. Son of a bitch. All right. Well, we'll have to be at the next one. Uh, yeah, I actually caught them at a show down there in Long Beach or somewhere down there mm-hmm. near the docks. Uh, really good. Energy. Live performance holds up. Oh, yeah. Awesome. By far. Yeah. Uh, and they've also been featured on a charity album uh, for their hometown. Um, of course, they're from Santa Rosa, uh, right there in Sonoma County. And there's been lots of fires uh, up in the northern California, all over California this year. Lots yeah, I know. It's been a very dry season. Uh, so check out the charity album also. That goes to a really good cause, you know, helping out the local community. There. All of the money is going to local charities. So that's what you like to see. Yeah. You know, I don't like it when American Red Cross. Well, right. American Red Cross has enough representation, don't you think? No, I just agree. Me? No, I agree. All right, on with the next thing. I'm not trying to get all political. Uh, Pennywise. All the public people shallow and the seagulls staring back at me on TV and magazines. Looks so good like a box of special cookies. What the hell happened to me? came out and says that they're going to be recording a new album and okay. plan on it coming out next year. What do you think of that one, Bob? I mean, I will check it out. Those are your hometown boys. If they are. Um, I'm going to check it out just because that's what I do. Because you have to. <laughs> yes. When Pennywise comes out with a new album, you kind of have to check that one out. Yeah, you know, Pennywise was always one of those bands for me, though, where every album sounded very similar than, uh, to the last one. And maybe I just haven't caught up on them enough. But, you know, for me, it's like I just want to throw on Straight Ahead and, uh, you know, listen to that. Yeah. So. It's always good grinding music. Yeah. You know, I like that you always know what, what you're going to expect. You know, when they're a, a pioneer of a genre, they tend to kind of stay there. But yeah. it's also good to have consistency and know what you're getting with bands. Because there are some that have kind of evolved and I kind of not like them as much. I always look forward to new Pennywise. Yeah. So 
always, always a good time with them. And it seems like it's kind of like the old, old guys are coming back lately. You know, Offspring said they're coming out with a new album. Bad you know, Religion's coming out with a new let's, album. Let's uh, give them some credit. I don't think the old guys ever left. No, they didn't leave, but man, they're still kicking around. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the year of the geezer punks next year. I, I think it's been, man. You think? Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, what, so GBH came out with their new album this year? That's true. Right? And they're, I think they're definitely they're older punks. than all these guys. <laughs> Very true. They could probably kick my ass, so maybe I should geezers. <laughs> all right, on with the next. Against me. I don't want to talk about it. As covered, uh, Tom Petty's running down a dream. There's a live performance of it up on YouTube. Uh, I think somebody said that they've been performing it for a little while. Oh, yeah. Obviously, uh, you know, in tribute to the late rocker Tom Petty. Uh, I've never been too much of a Tom Petty fan. How about you? Uh, actually, yes, I was a Tom yeah. Petty fan. I, in fact, tried to go see him once, I think, at the Hollywood Bowl, and the show got canceled, and then I just never went to go see him uh, after that, which um, I'm not, like, super bummed about. I mean, I liked him, but I wasn't... You know, were you going to pay to see him, or were you going to... I was. I was going to take my parents uh, to go see him, because uh, they were into it. So, you know, kind of, like, grew up listening to some of Take them up to sit on the hill yeah. watch it for free. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I know the songs. I know Running Down the Drain and yeah. all that other stuff. I know I would, the uh, songs. I've never been too much of a fan, like I said, but, you know, living, you know, right in the valley where you lived, and yeah. he talks about, what am I, where are we, like a mile and a half from Ventura Boulevard? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I know Petey's the places. place is, like, probably a mile from where he was living. Right. So it is kind of, you know, it, it is kind of like uh, a hometown. You know, mm-hmm. Everybody around here loves yep. him. So I agree. That does rub off a little bit, and I was sad to see him go. Uh, speaking of old men, I thought you were gonna say speaking of rubbing off a little. Mm. Wow. Okay, old men rubbing off on old rubbing men. off on old men. Uh, in a recent interview with the Inertia, Fat Mike talked about the Punk and Drublick mm-hmm. festival, which we're going to. Uh, but when he was asked about if there were any other bands he wanted on the bill, couldn't participate in the festival, he kind of hinted at uh, Bad Religion and No Effects doing a tour. What do you think of that? <laughs> I mean, it's been a while since I've seen them. I think I saw them a year or two ago at Musing, but. Uh, Man, you can't really get much better than Beverly No Effects, can you? I mean, we're going to go see him next week, so I'm stoked mm. about that. Yeah, I do. I keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah I have so many shows lined up. <laughs> yes, I forgot that Bad Religion is there. Yeah. yeah. So they're doing... They're just going to continue that out, I, I guess. I think they said that's probably what's going to happen. So keep an eye out for that. We'll, we'll try and get tickets if they're going to come through town. But yeah, another uh, link in the chain of the year of the geezer. More <laughs> old men. Uh, next up, Grooves Rock. The International Punk Rock Festival is taking next year off. It kind of sucks. Seems like lately a lot of these uh, European and international kind of punk rock festivals have been gaining some steam. Uh, but Grooves Rock, uh, the Belgian punk and hardcore festival, uh, announced that they weren't going to be doing it next year, but are going to be coming back in 2019. So. Okay. Definitely keep an eye out for that. They usually have really, really good acts there. Well, that's sorry, what I'm most jealous of. Yeah, sorry for you guys in the UK. You're going to miss out on a year of a festival, but I'm sure there will be other festivals. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. You know, it seems like there are starting to be a lot more pop-up. Uh, you know, there's the Punk Rock Holiday, which is another one that's just always fantastic lineups. And lots of 
American bands that I want to see that never come to Los <laughs> Angeles because it's a bitch to book. They'd rather go over to Europe. Uh, Antifest is another one that's been gaining steam. Lately. Okay. I'm pretty sure they still have Antifest. Uh, so, yeah, there's definitely other options out there. I thought I saw one that was like a, a campground. Hmm. You go and take tents. Maybe that's punk rock holiday too. I don't know. But, okay. Yeah. International festivals are out there. Uh, again, I think I've solicited last episode for somebody to fly us out there to cover it. I think that's the <laughs> right thing to do. Uh, yeah, it is. I'll, um, that. I'll only fly first class, though. I'll fly in cargo. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, sad news. Margate. Margate is calling it quits. L.A. Pop Pops have announced they're going to call it a day. The band, who are on El Jefe's Cybertracks label, released four albums during their 14 years together. 14 years is a good run. It's a long run. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And four, four albums, I think, is pretty impressive. Obviously, those bands maybe put out a little bit more. But Margate was always good quality. You know? Yep. I love their, their brand of pop punk. It's the kind that doesn't need to be defended. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, the best thing about it, though, is that the band's made the bitter pill a little bit easier to swallow. Their announcement, probably one of the more humorous ones that I've read lately, uh, they said, uh, I'm really excited for this next step with the band. It's unlike anything we have ever done. Uh, Dalin agreed and said, I've been preparing for this a while. I've even moved to Arizona, so I couldn't make practices or shows anymore. <laughs> when asked about the band, El Jefe said, Margate? Didn't they break up a couple years ago? <laughs> so it's good that they're taking it in stride. You know, if you're going uh, to throw us such an awful curveball, make it a little bit more palatable by right? a smile. You didn't read some of the best parts of it, oh, though. What was your favorite part? <laughs> so um, I like the where it says, uh, Mitchell said the band's followers can largely expect what they've been served previously. Long periods of inactivity, just longer this time. Not much different when you really think about it. <laughs> Incredible. So way to go, boys. We're going to miss you. We probably should have played a whole block of songs by Margate in trivia. Uh... Next up, All Out Helter. From Colorado, they're releasing a new album, The Notion of Control on Bird Attack, and they're streaming a track over on the mothership. All right, check that one out. Bird Attack again. They're probably going to send us free merch because we keep patting their back. Sure hope so. But they're really good. Never a bad choice. Uh, but yeah, check out All Out Helter. Uh, I saw them, uh, which uh, I think we talked about in the interview coming up. Uh, I saw them open for Choking Victim at nice. the Gothic Theater yeah. in Denver. Awesome. Yeah. Really good energy, man. I, out of all the bands, they were the one that I kind of lost uh, concentration on shooting because I was watching them a little bit more, even more than Choking Victim. I think that says a lot about the band. It does. So the picture sucked, guys. I'm sorry, but that really speaks volumes to your performance. Yeah. So it's kind yeah. of a compliment. You like that? I twisted it around. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Next up, LA Hardcore 
act, Emmer Effer, have released their debut album, From the Bottom Down. I love these guys. Have you ever seen them? I have not. This is the kind of punk that I grew up on. Very fucking stoked for these guys. Uh, I've seen them live a couple of times, and every time I just get so excited. Nice. This is the same kind of shit that I grew up on. It's nothing fucking fancy about it. Just comes up and punches you right in the face. Safe to say it'll be on your albums of the year list. It's definitely on there now. I think uh, I think we have to narrow it down to ten, and I think right now it's at about thirty. So I just <laughs> I throw everything on there and then and then whenever it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been slowly building. I think I'm gonna throw a Bloom from Decent Criminal on there. Yeah, really good one. Yeah. Uh, Emmer Effort, though, the LLP is streaming uh, in its entirety over on DyingScene.com. Uh, but we know you guys are pretty fucking lazy. So we're not going to make you do any clicking this mm-hmm. time. Nope. We're going to give you the first one for free to get you hooked. But then when you come back, we're going to make you pay for the second one. This one's Emmer Effort. Take a hand. Look at you say, you got to be the stand for, so you should be boring. Let's get yourself. But you will try. Yo, this is Emmer Effer on Dying Scene Radio. Go fuck yourself. Another one and it's so dark. Fucking a mall, let me put you out of your misery. Cause you're so stiff. Take away from here. You don't have to do anything. I'm sure it's John will wake you up. Feeling lies that brought you consciousness back.
was Indonesian pop punk's Peruvian necktie with a badass name too, MMA inspired <laughs> name there. Uh, that was That's All She Wrote from the upcoming EP of the same name. Uh, no due date on that last I checked. They just said later on this year, maybe early next year. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Chop it whenever. Whatever. Next up, Under Tipper. <laughs> Y'all, which was released uh, just a couple weeks ago. You like how I said y'all? Mm-mm. Uh, no. Yeah, that one's kind of in my blood. I'm not amused by any of your cowboy references, mm. ever. I don't... Is that a... Okay. Howdy, y'all, yes. Okay. Yes. Just All right. stop. I'm going to stop. I'm going to try to stop just for you. Make myself a better person. Please. Next up, Forever Unclean with Dinosaur, y'all. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's from the fourth track ep you're dead to me <laughs> it was <laughs> from the four track ep that was released this past spring you need this house and the parties and the cars and the clothes and the lies i don't
Howdy there, this is your favorite Molotov cocktail waiter, Anarcho-Punk. Today we're hanging out with Denver's people corrupting people at the Santa Monica Pier because they don't get to see the beach much. Uh, so these guys are in town recording the fifth and final installment of the Animal Farm Chronicles EP series. Uh, name of the album is going to be Lone Shark. I uh, couldn't pass up a chance to talk to these guys. They're one of my favorites. I think we probably see things about the same politically, <laughs> so I tend to uh, like the revolutionaries, which I think you guys are, right? Yeah, we try to be revolutionaries. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so we're just hanging out in the um, in the pleasantly uh, aromaed van. We're going to make it smell a little bit. <laughs> we're going to make it smell like marijuana instead while we interview. Uh, so you guys, uh, like I said, are in town. You uh, decided to make a little mini tour on your way down. Uh, how's how the show's going? Uh, hi, I'm Nick. Uh, they've been good uh, we played uh, Colorado Springs and uh, the show went well I mean there weren't many people but last night we got to Vegas and we played there for uh, Dabble Fest and that was awesome that was uh, you super know, good turnout really good sure. turnout great show a lot of great bands from around the country it was a real fun time you can't go wrong with shows in Vegas yeah yeah that was but a good one it, it was hot it's a <laughs> hot spot yeah it was like a backyard punk rock barbecue kind of thing it was it was rad totally you know DIY nice Bunch the, of kids the irony there. of that is it was dab fest and I didn't take one fucking dab the entire time. <laughs> loser. I, know, I, didn't I feel see like anyone. we tried to show, but there was the purpose was to get high. And, uh. <laughs> That's the only reason we came. Great job. So when was the last time you guys were at the beach? Uh, two years ago on our first tour. Nice. Where where was it? Um, and we well we came here, um, but we had also hit uh, Phoenix and um, Wyoming on the way, and then we went all the way up the coast to uh, Washington State and in through Portland and into Montana nice. and everything Damn. like that. Wyoming, Wyoming tour? eighteen. Wyoming, 18 it was like eighteen shows. Yeah, yeah our uh, our drummer and bassist at the time that was our first tour ever, and our drummer and bassist quit on the third day <laughs> and left at the tour so that's where we actually met Matt who's our current awesome drummer and he, he stepped in on tour um, it's, it's unprofessional look at this asshole it's probably, it's your fucking it's probably his wife you son of a bitch it's okay um, but uh, we uh, we you know took him in with open arms and I switched to bass for that tour and we had another uh, one of the bands on the tour step in on guitar Eric Livesey he's Shredmaster another uh great musician out of Denver um, and uh, yeah then we came back and kind of recalibrated things we're kind of in a constant flux of <laughs> bands but that's a ska band I mean yeah. what else what else yeah. are you really going to do so and I, we're not even really a ska band we're an Orwellian rock band so we'll strike, get there strike, we'll get there strike that for the record <laughs> strike that for the record so, I was out of character I was out of line I'm rocking on my Alex Jones <sighs> so let's talk about the new EP a little bit so it's a follow up to the other four uh, Cash Cow Corporate Pig my favorite Fat Cow and Consumer Horse uh, talk to me about what Lone Shark's gonna sound like it was Cash Cow isn't that what I said Fat Cat said Fat, fat Cow, cow. Whatever. Fat, no, cash cat, cow, fat, corporate cow, cash pig, fat cat, consumer horse. Really Don't correct me. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Um, what was the question? What's the what, what are we going to sound like? What are we going to sound oh, like? It's going to um, sound like a velociraptor fighting a unicorn to the death <laughs> in the cockpit of the fucking Challenger, baby. <laughs> <laughs> On fire. <laughs> so, more of the same. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, you know, in the pop genre, which I guess you guys technically fall under. Right. Yeah. So we like our labels. You guys are unlabel or 
I don't understand how to say it. Can we take that one? So, <laughs> you said Orwellian rock. Let's uh, let's talk about that. It seems like you guys are pretty intelligent people, despite your looks. Despite the way we act, like redneck Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if anyone gets the the reference to George Orwell's 1984, and I think it was like the best-selling book recently, like this last on like the New York mm-hmm. Times. It, he he got too bad. George Orwell is dead, and he doesn't see any of that money. But um, but that's kind of what the whole the whole band is kind of about. I mean, we give our music away for free. We 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 feel like music is a gift, and the entertainment industry has kind of strayed away from that gift and 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 charged it as commodity to where all, you know all our favorite bands growing up from Rancid to Real Big Fish. They pretty much only play festivals now because that's all set up. It's all prepped, and then you have your you have everything, and then you do your twenty year anniversary, and then you break up, and then you go do your reunion tour. It just seems like there's not a lot of heart in it anymore because I don't know if EDM sucked it from it or what, but like we're <laughs> we're just trying to bring back that we, we're bringing back that feeling of dystopianism that the world I think is feeling through our music and through our irony because we're, we've kind of given up as people. We're, we can't really do much, especially with our voices so small. So we have given up as a collective, but we've given up together. So it's kind of a good, you know, a good path to be on because we're a bunch of burnouts that are burning out at the same time. So, uh, And I think, uh, I think for us too, um, you know, like classifying ourselves as Orwellian rock is really to stray away from the labels from the what every everything that's become what is punk rock and it's it's a fashion statement it's it was it was meant to be a fucking you know like a revolution and now it's a fucking joke and you can buy you know $200 rancid shirts at Nordstrom <laughs> go fuck yourself like you know, how dare you, you fucking puddle of shit you know like and and and, and if anything like punk um you know it's not a, it's not a fucking look it's a state of mind and um and we get we've gotten lost somewhere along the way in this commercialism that is music and selling out and 20 year anniversaries fuck you put out something new stop fucking <laughs> lying what, what do you write not write anything anymore you fucking piece of shit your life too good destroy yourself <laughs> fucking that's what we're doing yeah <laughs> no one's willing to destroy themselves for rock and roll anymore and that's what we're really that's, yeah. that's what we're trying to we'll do kill ourselves yesterday I, I shook that girl's hand that drummer and I ran into like a fucking picnic table because she was so hot remember that <laughs> totally willing to destroy totally willing to destroy myself <laughs> way to put your body on the line seems, seems well worth it dick in half. so you guys are also um, very political which obviously goes with the theme um, what what was kind of the straw that breaks the camel's back? Because I'm the same way, and there's always like this one event that that seems to push people over the edge and lead them more towards that that path or that genre, the political genre. Was there anything, one thing like that, or did it just kind of evolve naturally? For me, because I write a lot of the political, some of the political songs or co-write them, um, fucking, um, you know, like it's just a continuous state of repetition I feel it doesn't matter who takes the face or who takes the throne it's always the same shit it's always every year you get a new fucking you know drink at Starbucks and everybody gives a fuck about that for a couple minutes and then you forget about it and then you'll do it again next year because you're just as dumb and you're just as fucking easily marketable um and for me that's why I I want to like comment politically is it's not because I'm trying to take a side it's just I want to put some logic into a fucking cloud of of just muck 
and um, and and uh, I feel and that and the, the 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 punk thing that I was saying before, you know, music is a fucking joke anymore. It was about passion. Somebody's worst day could become your favorite fucking song, and now all all every anybody does is fucking make noise or sing about fucking and 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 music's not that, more not than that. There's nothing wrong with fucking. Not there's anything wrong with the fucking. <laughs> but I, well, I, I feel know. music music should be more than that, and 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 and, and then. Um, you know, it should connect with people. It should move people. It should inspire people. And um, yeah, just I'm, fuck, I'd rather listen to us than fucking most everything that is in existence right now. <laughs> beyond the fact that every band that I love is doing a fucking twenty-year reunion of their best album. <laughs> like fuck off. <laughs> I, I can remember an exact specific moment for for, for sure for me, uh, precisely when uh, Roseanne Barr sang the national anthem. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I became I, I became an anarchist, <laughs> been that way ever since. Uh, oh, fuck Roseanne! For, <laughs> don't literally. No, but there's nothing wrong with thing, fucking. You but said. not when, yes, when it's Roseanne. There's everything wrong with that. That kind of fucking is <laughs> bar. Tom Arnold, oh, Roseanne so. bar. Oh. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, Nick kind of touched on it, too, and, uh, on my earlier point, too. It's just, you know, the whole world's given up, it seems. It's just, you know, just shut up, go home and watch Netflix and, and, and don't care. And obviously someone's caring somewhere because those Netflix shows are being made. But uh, but we, we don't really do this for anything more than it's what we do it's what we can do it's it's the reason birds fly and the reason fish swim as cheesy as that sounds when we don't do this we go insane and we either self-harm or harm others and neither are really good at least through our music you take the harm as you see it if it harms you in your way that's your fucking PC opinion go shove it up your ass I don't care what you think I don't fucking want to hear about how how everyone's gotta be afro-punk now you know black people played punk before <laughs> afro-punk was invented that is such afro-punk to me is the degradation and that's not where it started that's not for me like that wasn't the turning point I think kind of in our song corporations it's to me where it's like what are four little guys that are throwing or seven guys eight guys however many people we have in our crew on that particular day what are we going to do against Microsoft what are we going to do against Netflix we have no voice in this with the exception of dying scene thank you goodness we have no voice and so we put that you know we put that clip with Mitt Romney saying you know corporations are people my friend when when corporations are people then how can you fight Goliath like that it just seems we're just a bunch of Davids and we're not you know we're good Jewish boys we can't we don't have <laughs> we don't have a good arm. We can't, you know. I don't know. I'm not a good Jewish boy. I have tattoos. I'll never be buried in the Jewish. What are you room. talking about? I got off. The <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Uh, next. All right. Let's steer it back. Let's steer it back, guys. Okay. Look. Talk, let's talk about the Denver scene because I'm. Oh, let me. So. So I, I've been out there. I flew out there to cover the uh, uh, the choking victim show a couple months yeah. back. Um, and and I really like it. And my wife really likes it. And we're thinking of moving there. So tell me. Sell me on the Denver scene. Um, so, I don't know. <laughs> I can't, you know, okay, here's the thing about the Denver scene. It's pretty cool. I like it. I feel like, you know, we get good crowds. We have a lot of fans there. It's cool. It's really close to being an amazing scene. Very, very, very close. Um, 
you know, a few more mosh pits and I'd be all about it. <laughs> <laughs> who's the, uh, who's one of your favorite local bands that I can check out? Uh, it's hard. Mostly Dallas, Colorado Springs, yeah. Mo- you got, yeah, Denver. Tri- Denver has amazing bands. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, really uh, like Younger Than Neil is pretty, pretty legit. Um, yeah, uh, we, we, we love our fellow musicians in Denver. However, much like I'm sure it is how, how here in Los Angeles, it, it's 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 always a constant fight with the promoter exactly. with the promoters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so we're we're fortunate enough that now there's you know there's the big pop boom. There is all these different opportunities and new markets to kind of tap into. That if we are continuing to try to be intelligent about we can work together as a collective of Denver musicians and not have to be raked over the coals by these people that well you want to you want to come open for the misfits sell 400 tickets and if you don't you owe it out of your pocket and then you can pay for 30 minutes to no one because they're only coming to show up for the misfits that's the problem with the scene in in Denver is that you keep getting these carrots dangled in front of you like this is going to be your big break this is going to do it and all you're doing is selling tickets for that band as they're coming mm-hmm. through town and their band is never going to come watch you they don't even show up until they're mm-hmm. set and so we're we're just trying to you know through social media and through the the Denver scene just try and make something of our own and try and do something that we can we can be proud of kind of like they're what they're doing in, in Vegas I just feel like people are a little too comfortable in Denver it's a little too yeah. easy to just go home and yeah. smoke well, with your friends and that is like that's why we like that show last night or it, yeah last night in Vegas so much out you know the fucking barbecue like I think the future is going to be a lot more stuff like that we want to expand on things like that we're kind of getting tired of dealing with these monkey ass promoters and their fucking sports bars with fucking televisions playing it's stupid nobody enjoys it they put 11 bands on the bill and then they get to yeah so we're going to we're coming up with ways to like play shows just trying to completely revisualize it from the ground up and play shows in a completely different manner in different completely different venues we don't know where that's going to go yet but we're already we're already on it like getting it started for sure it's way more fun that way one thing I've noticed is, is they a lot of those Denver um, promoters do those unity shows so you have a metal band a punk band a hip hop mm-hmm. act and, and that's I mean I'm all about unity don't get me wrong and I, I, I listen to every genre but the problem with that is every time the hip hop promoter goes on or the, the artist goes on all the the punks and the metalheads are out smoking, mm-hmm. and then and then and then the metalheads go on, and then the punks and the hip hops are smoking. You know, and and nobody's really like, you know, like you have to keep it at least pretty tight in, in genres to where you know it's yeah, it's not not unity if nobody right. unifies. Right, right. Well, no one's there. To, like you know, they're all support. They can say right. they support, but yeah. nobody's really supporting them. Yeah. You don't see them fucking moshing in there. It's like constantly. That. What time does your band play? It's right. unity. You know, it's and and excuse for lazy fucking booking. And the musicians that are in the scene, you know, a lot of great friends, good people too. But I'm sure this happens. You know, it's the the tragic state of punk that I keep on bitching about is the PCness of punk. Like there is hey, it, PCP. It, it, it's like, fuck you! But let's be friends. Like, 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 like you I can't. Want, I want the Nazi punks there. I want the anti-Nazi punks. I want, like, I want there to be a fight at the show nowadays <laughs> because you know what happens? They're gonna bring more people back yeah. to jump them, and then guess what happens? Really, in the end, one kid's gonna know another kid that they grew up with on, on from each side and then it's probably gonna get just squashed and then you got a shit ton of people at a show just to chill cause it's not like hey we don't want your fucking Nazi punks here and all this or we'll kick your ass fuck it bring them cause you know what more fucking money for the touring band bro 
you gotta, you gotta, you gotta respect you gotta, all points exactly. of view. And, and, like you don't exactly. have to agree with it, but at least be respectful but we will, of it. We will take gonna, anyone's well, money. Yeah, but we are happy to say fuck you and all that. Speaking of taking people's money, we gotta get you guys on the warp tour through that Ernie Ball thing. Oh God, I hope so. I watched so many videos last year trying. We're gonna get you guys on there. Most out of anybody in freaking well, Redlands. What Taylor's our good buddies from Redlands. They are a great band, and I actually I was I was a waiter at the same restaurant with the guitarist from Redlands, and 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 he's a great guy. They're great musicians, and they deserve all their success. And it was really awesome that we did that last year, and we were like, yeah, we're on the top forty in the nation. There's no way the judges aren't going to at least see us, and we're not the shittiest band in the world. <laughs> we have marketability, and then they got it, and we're like. Fuck, that's cool, but damn it, like we worked really hard. So I mean, we we feel like that those kind of those competitions, we may never win one ever. Knock on wood, maybe we will, but it's really more just get our music out there. If you, it's another way for people to maybe fall in love with some, one of our stupid songs. One of the finalists last year, I mean, literally had like three points. So I said when we signed up for it this time, let's just sign up and fucking leave it. Maybe we'll get on it this time. Maybe like, John Feldman will hear our song and be like, well, these guys are it and put them on the Warped Tour. You know? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push it because I think it would be funny to see you guys play Warped Tour. Yeah, I'll, eat, I'll, I'll eat a vegan dog out of John Feldman's butthole. <laughs> Halfway inserted. Be I'm telling you. That new Did you say uh, uh, vegan? Vegan. No, he's vegan. Oh, he's vegan. Yeah, that's yeah, me a vegan dog. Tofu time. dog. Fuck it, dude. If you hear this, John Feldman, so that's my gamble. I'll even insert it. <laughs> with, ve- so, with veganese. One last question. This is the most serious one before we get into the 12-step program. Um, what the fuck happened to my corporate takeover Tuesdays? Oh. Mm. Uh, Somebody's really been asleep at the wheel. I'm that guy. That is. I, you're making me cry. I, uh, I, didn't, yeah. think, I didn't think anyone would care. <laughs> I didn't know he liked us. Like, yeah. like, who, who knew this guy? Um, I, I, was the, I was the one like on all of the oh. He was the guy that likes all the stuff. That's, oh, see, you know, he's our three He's the fan. He's the one like we get every um, That's See, and that's that's awesome that you actually noticed that. Good because, again, it's just art is everywhere and I that's along with the lines of corporations if you can't beat them join them that's I just anywhere I see a C or a P I want to try and be able to get my photoshopping skills better and just kind of like you know cause some ruckus worst case Ontario we get sued by one Carl's Jr. sues us and we're like dude can we just like call this squash we'll take everything down but like get free biscuits some good like do a commercial (laughs) (laughs) we are corporate whore sellouts we don't even care focus for your for your retreats at your, you know, at your golf getaways um, at Key Largo. Um, <laughs> we'll be Donald Trump's band. Who gives a fuck? He, he, <laughs> I, love I love that about this crew. This is Rich, by the way. I think it's awesome that we're all so willing to take whatever fucking money comes our way because we know that all the money we're earning, we're just pouring it back into. Like our dream isn't to, to make a bunch of fun, fucking money and play big shows to, so that we can be famous and big. It's so that we can make more music. Yeah, and that's what that's what it should be about, especially in the punk scene, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, all right, so look, now we're going to get into the twelve step program. This section used to be just like kind of frivolous questions, but Boss Man um, wanted them all to be more music related. So you can thank him for the lameness of the section. Uh, Thanks, Boss. Thanks, Dave. 
Thanks, Dave. Dave. God damn it, Dave. Dave's not here, man. All right, so the 12-step questions is going to be just quick-fire questions. It might just be best if we limit it to, to two people, so I'm going to go front seat and fuck the rest oh, of the band. Yeah. Yeah, sure. This is just for ease. They, they talk. Uh, All right, we're the actors. So these are uh, quick-fire questions, 12 in a row. Let's well, hear you it. Do one, you want to do one, I'll do one? You want to yeah. do one, I'll do yeah. one? Yeah. You, do one, I'll do one. Yeah. you take just, a sip, I'll take a sip. Just give your name and then the answer. Uh, okay, so what, uh, when you're on tour, what's your favorite road snack? Chips. Nick. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. What was your first <laughs> What was your first CD purchase? Uh, Nate. Tupac. Nate. Uh, NSYNC. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy didn't even know who they were. Weirdest place you've ever played. Oh, shit. Oh, Nick. Um... Me? I'm Nick. Um, <laughs> rapid fire, quick. I don't know. I, fucking. You're not very good. Your brain's pretty wow. slow. Yeah, bad. I'm a fucking uh, house. I don't okay. Know. Three people, dead or alive, that you'd like to have a dinner party with. Three people, dead or alive, at the dinner party. I want. His mom is that. Bob Marley. Jesus Christ. For sure. And Willie Nelson. What is your go-to karaoke jam? Uh, Zoot Suit Riot. I said karaoke. I don't know what that is. Karaoke. We learned you had to smoke. It's the marijuana. Oh, the cherry pop. And if you, that could, is. If you could tie one person up and force them to listen to people corrupting people, who would you tie up? Martin Screlly. <laughs> <laughs> dead serious. He owns a punk label. I'm dead serious. Martin. <laughs> what would be, if you could pick three bands, the ultimate lineup for a live show? Um, Lesson Jake, uh, us, and us. And, <laughs> and Lesson Jake would be playing a year old album. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what is the most embarrassing thing on your iPod? Or iPod still thing, if they are. Uh, NSYNC. I can't. Still NSYNC. Uh, no, no, it's uh, Mbop. Mbop, okay. <laughs> what is your favorite non punk artist? Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> if you could play any non-traditional instrument, what would it be? Uh, the theremin. Nice. <laughs> How, and what sound would it make when you're playing it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, guys, it's getting steamy and smoky in here. Let's go hit the waves a little bit. Thanks yeah, a lot yeah. for your Thank time. You Let us know uh, for sure when the album drops. We'll do a premiere for you. Uh, travel safe. Good luck on the rest of your fucking journeys. And uh, we love you.
That one was PCP's Hands Up, Don't Shoot off of the newest installment of the Animal Farm Chronicles, Lone Shark. Next up, actually, this next one was sent in uh, a request from Corey. Uh, I didn't know people could make requests. Well, I make special exceptions. Can I uh, make a request? No, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, but our amigo, Corey, from Baron Mary's uh, New Jersey garage punk band uh, requested that we play the next band, DFMK from Tijuana, Mexico. This one is No Me Gusta Chavela Vargas. Corazón 
People. And just like all good Americans, we listen to Dying Scene Radio. <laughs> that was a good bumper. That one was by Sciatic Nerve. By a Horse is the name of the track from the new album, which was just released on the 13th. I think there was four albums released on the 13th. Uh, that was actually, uh, Sciatic Nerve is a super group, if you are unaware. I'm unaware. Who's of, in the band? Uh, members of, I knew you were going to ask, <laughs> so I researched. Uh, members of uh, the band are from Swingin' swingin Utters, okay. Nothington, Western Addiction, and Cobra Skull. Awesome. So really, like, top-notch talent. And did you choose the song By a Horse to continue with your fucking cowboy theme? Uh, look, partner. There's no need for us to get into a tussle. I don't know. Is that a cowboy term? Tussle? I don't fucking know. Mm, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think I make cowboy references. Howdy isn't a cowboy reference. It's totally. And y'all was the name of the fucking album. What am I? I'm just trying to educate the listeners. You're the worst, AP. Ah, uh, that's very true. Uh, so the interview... What do you think of those guys, man? You weren't there. You didn't get a chance to hang not. out with them, man. They were so fucking fun, and we were they, so fucking baked. They, they are hilarious. <laughs> I was giggling a lot. Yeah, I was giggling a lot, and I wasn't even there just listening to it. They sound hilarious. They sound like a fun group of guys to hang out with. How many people did you uh, end up interviewing? I, I, I think in the van, 
there were about seven, eight, maybe. It smelled like there was about 40. <laughs> we got it smoking up. Uh, Just smoked a hot up pretty good. Of yeah, yeah, eight dudes. Yeah, it covered up any stench that okay. was in there pretty quickly. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, actually, the baser, Nate Nepsky, uh, he's a ginger. And of course, we were at the beach and like pictures the next day, he was just wrecked. <laughs> yeah. He got burnt to a crisp. It's hilarious. It was funny. Fucking rookie mistake. Yeah. You can always tell the the guys from the middle of the country they always get burned really quick at the beach yeah they were a funny funny uh group of guys though and uh, also very intellectual um and uh i like that they consider themselves orwellian rock (laughs) um i think animal farm is one of the first books i remember reading in grade school and still making a comeback uh they said 1984 it was um almost a year ago in january um it went up to like one of the number one positions for the month um yeah it's making a comeback so (laughs) you know this could be the time for pcp to really uh make make the difference there you go yeah, people are the, resonating with the ahead message, of the man. curve. Way to go, guys! Yeah, uh, but yeah, new album is out. Uh, go pick them all up. They're all available for download on Bandcamp for name your price. Of course, they're not mm-hmm. going to charge because they're good anarchists. Yes, way to go, boys! And if you haven't picked up a copy of 1984 and read that, you should do that. You should steal it. Don't buy it. Go for it. Uh, next episode, you can find a good audiobook version for free on Pirate Bay. Yeah, I'm sure there's a couple things mm-hmm. that you can find on Pirate Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can we move on now? Are you done telling people to go to illegal websites? Sure. Next episode, uh, we are going to be coming to you from the Punk in Drublick Festival down in Huntington Beach. Hopefully it's not a thousand degrees. I was really I don't hoping. think it will be. Yeah. Even at the beach, it'll be pretty it, cool. It's been cool the past few weeks, except for today. Yeah. It was warm today down there. They but even when you got be, to the beach, there was a bit of a breeze. So we'll expect the breeze next be weekend. Triple digits. What the fuck? Uh, on Tuesday. Oh I think my they said. God. Yeah, for the opening of the uh, World Series. Go Dodgers. Okay. Well, that to look forward to. We'll survive. To. We'll survive. Uh, lovely, lovely October in Southern California. Uh, all right. Let's close out the show with Mona Mies from France. You like that? Mm-hmm. That means my friends. Okay. French. Uh, my friends, Lashing Fred. This one is from their newest full length, exactly not the same. It's called Honestly Wrong. Until next time, comrades, stay safe. Adios. Yeah.